1: 971 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Mark Cox here, along with your friend Bo Matthews and Carl Middleman. Pew uh, Getting you through the day, and it's, uh, boy... Lots going on, of course. And uh, I listened to Matthew McConaughey this week. Did you hear
0: that, Bo? Uh, hold on. What are we talking about? I well, did see a real one.
1: Matthew McConaughey has decided if we just change the wording on gun control, we don't call it gun control, but we call it gun responsibility, then all mm. of his friends on the right, I didn't know he had any friends on the right, uh, because he does live in Texas, of course, would agree to get rid of their scary black rifles. Did you not, not know that?
0: I did not hear that. If they if oh, they thought of it as
1: responsibility, which Republicans claim to like, then they would agree that we should ban these weapons that he dislikes.
0: All right, okay. all right, well, all right. Not, do you think? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not going to buy a Lincoln, and I'm I'm not going to be. You know, I I tried changing the narrative. If you remember, just a few months ago, I started saying it's not my assault rifle; it's my defense rifle. What's yes. wrong with changing that word?
1: Well, I think that's that's perfect. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Of course you're not trying for gun control hey let's get to our friend aiden johnson joining us uh, of course uh, director of federal affairs for gun owners of america and uh, a saint louis native as we talked to him about whenever we get him on the show aiden welcome back hey thanks for having me on Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, lots of stories breaking uh, nationally this week about guns and and how the Biden administration's kind of going uh, through the back door to to ban funding for schools that do youth youth shooting sports and things like that. And they're also using a new grant program to try to force red flag laws.
2: Right. That's absolutely correct. Everything that has happened in the past week, all of the scandals basically trace back to one thing, and that's the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act uh, that was passed last summer. Gunners of America warned against that bill. We scored against it. We told Congress not to do it. It was a terrible idea. And now they're using that to defund uh, archery programs at schools and to bribe pro-gun states into passing gun confiscation laws. This is a total violation of your Second Amendment, and the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act has got to be repealed.
0: Well, Aiden, uh, Bo here, and I'll tell you when I saw the article about uh, the uh, education uh, the funding uh, being squashed for not only uh, shooting sports and hunting, but archery, that blew me away. <laughs> it's like, man, they are they are going after the big piece of steak, and it just makes me so mad. Uh, but what what can anyone do, especially since that's already started?
2: Yeah, well, these politicians were so afraid of the idea of putting an armed security guard or an armed teacher in a classroom that would actually have the means to defend children from a uh, school shooting. But they put this line in the bill that said no funds shall be available to train anyone with a deadly weapon. Now, the Biden administration, which doesn't just want to ban guns, it doesn't just want to ban assault rifles. It also wants to in every tool you could ever use to defend yourself. They're also going after archery and hunters' education programs in schools, and that is simply outrageous. What a foolish mistake that these Senate Republicans made last summer to include a provision like that in a bill? And uh, you know what? They should have listened to gun owners of America.
0: What are they going to do, Aiden? Are they, Mark, are they going to are they going to outlaw rubber balls because dodgeball is a is a dangerous uh, weapon? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've been dinged a couple of times with that, but no, seriously, this is overreach so bad because you can go all the way back to Genesis and, 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 and learning about after, uh, Noah, uh, and the flood, that's when God said, eat of all the critters on the earth. Uh, and up until that point, everybody was a vegetarian. So it's been going on. The hunting has been going on since way back then. It's crazy. No,
2: absolutely. I mean they are opposed to your fundamental rights. They don't believe that you have a natural right to self defense. And you're absolutely right. The first murder was committed with a rock. There's nothing you can do to stop murder, but you can't arm good people and empower them to defend themselves. Well, it's
1: you know, it it's kinda of where we're headed. The 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 in my opinion, the lack of education about guns has largely led us to where we are today. You've got you've got several generations of kids that have grown up. In fear of them have never handled them. Their parents are these suburbanites who were who were raised that way, too, and are scared of them. And and they they ascribe, you know, everything bad. Uh, to to a to a gun that they they've never handled. You know, I grew up uh, on with I had aunts and uncles that owned farms, and we'd go there on the weekends. And you'd see when you'd walk in the kitchen door, there's a loaded rifle or shotgun propped up against in the corner, so they could 100%. run out and and shoot the coyotes that might or the foxes that might get in the henhouse in the middle of the night. And I was taught from an early age, you don't touch those, you respect them. I was taught to shoot at an early age. Kids don't get that these days. So now, what happens? My kid was in a, uh, a trap shooting team here in the greater St. Louis area, Team Hinges, for many years. And w- w- the local schools in, in the large area here around St. Louis, very few local schools have shooting programs uh, in the in the urban areas, in the suburban, in, in the uh, in the rural areas. There are still high school shooting teams. My son would go out with his club team and he would shoot against high school teams, uh, you know, uh, from across the state. And now that I just want people to be clear on this, what they've done with this gun law is they've interpreted it. Their own way in the biden administration and they've decided the department of education is going to withhold funds to those schools who are trying to teach things like gun safety uh, in in these uh, programs in rural schools across america
2: yeah i think you make a great point because it's never about gun safety just learn this just have this requirement we'll all be more safe with our guns they don't want you to have those guns They want to take them away. That's why they want to register them. That's why they want you to lock them up. They don't want them to be available for home defense or for shooting that coyote that, you know, is coming up to attack the dog in the front yard. Whatever it is, they don't want you to have it. They're trying to take it away. And gun safety, whatever Matthew McConaughey is talking about, gun responsibility, it's all a cover for taking your gun.
0: Yeah. And, again, I'm I'm, I'm a guy of a certain age, and I know Mark is, too. I remember pickup trucks in the high school parking lot with uh, rifles in the back. I probably didn't even lock the doors at that time, and it's not a hundred years ago, but kind of feels like it. Uh, but that's different, you know. I, Speak I do for yourself, I, Aiden, Matthews. <laughs> okay, Big Fish. Aiden Johnston is our guest. He's the uh, St. Louis native and director of federal affairs for Gun Owners of America. Our guest. Uh, let's talk about these red flag gun laws, uh, the confiscation laws. This is frightening uh, because this seems like uh, a different part of the world, but it's happening right here, Aiden.
2: Yeah. So this is another problem with the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. They decided that they would fund what are called crisis laws. Um, And the deal was that pro-gun states would get crisis court funding and anti-gun states could get red flag funding and it would all be subsidized by the federal government. But you can't cut a deal with Joe Biden with these anti-gunners, they will always weaponize against it, against gun owners, and that's exactly what happened. They are now using this money to bribe pro-gun states into passing red flag laws, even though they don't have them, and even though that wasn't the deal that was struck by Republicans in Congress. And so there are five states, Arkansas, Arizona, Kansas, Minnesota, and West Virginia, that got funding, and the funding was for the creation of a red flag law, even though they don't have one in statute. And... Minnesota passed a red flag law within 100 days of receiving that grant money. This is totally unacceptable.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. I've I've got to say this. Okay, so if they're going to do the red flag uh, gun confiscation laws, uh, they could go into any major city in America where they're having troubles with gangs and and gun violence. Uh, Are they going to be confiscating those guns, Aiden?
2: You know, there are 17, 18 states that have these red flag laws. A lot of uh, you know, Democrat majority states with big cities and lots of crime. And you know what? These laws don't reduce crime. They don't help. They're not actually lowering the gun violence rate in those big cities. So I would say it's it's not going to help. And, and no, they're not going to be confiscating the guns of the people um, That they like they're going to be trying to confiscate your guns the conservative the one that they want to disarm
1: well you know what they say about the road to hell right i mean here's the thing that here's the thing about these red these red flag laws it's easy to make them sound, well, that's just common sense. If if somebody, if a neighbor knows that that uh, the person living next to them is a threat or they've been threatened with handguns or they've been, you know, see something, say something, you should be able to call the police and the police should be able to go take those weapons away. It sounds, I mean, if you hear the left describe this, it just sounds like such common sense, but but they're willing to give up their freedom in return for that. In In other words... You've got to be very careful that you are not um, violating somebody's legal rights. I mean, this has got to be vetted through a court of law, so you can't just have law enforcement roll up and start taking weapons out of people's safes safes in their basement because of a complaint from a neighbor who doesn't like them.
2: Right. These these laws are guilty until proven innocent. We're going to take yeah. your guns and you're going to have to go to court at a later date. You're going to have to hire an attorney and go get your Second Amendment back because someone called the police or because someone filed a report and there's no evidence because you haven't been to a court yet. Right. That's the the fundamental problem with red flag gun confiscation laws. And there was a provision in this Bipartisan, Safer Communities Act, in this deal that Republicans never should have cut, that said we will only fund red flag laws if they enact this, that, and the other due process requirements. But guess what? Biden threw those due process requirements out the window, and he funded every single red flag law that was ever passed by a state, and none of them revised their statutes to comport with that due process. This is a total weaponization of the program
0: what major city has the funding for law enforcement that has a full staff because St. Louis certainly doesn't, uh, to be able to, uh, to enforce whatever these red flag gun confiscation laws are. They, they, they just don't have the time either. Correct. Or would that be the FBI doing that?
2: You know, these are, this is funding for state, uh, and local law enforcement to seize firearms from the local citizens. So it would be going to the state. Um, now, I think that if if you have an anti-gun police chief or an anti-gun politician that's in charge, say in, in D.C., the mayor is the head law enforcement officer, then absolutely yeah. they could just spend all their time confiscating guns and none of their time going after real hard criminals. Wow.
1: Wow. Yeah. That that's uh, that's uh, certainly frightening that they can uh, get away with that, and for sure. And I and I know that uh, that you guys, at gun owners, are, you know, front and center fighting back against this. And, and, you know, it's worth it's worth a plug here, Aiden, because p- people kind of take it for granted. But if it wasn't for organizations like gun owners being willing to g- lead the fight on these things, and that's not an inexpensive thing to do, how can people support what you do?
2: You can go to gunowners.org and you can sign up for our email action alert list. We'll tell you when there's a fight going on and when you need to call your politician and which politicians to call. Um, And you can also become a member. Um, You know, we need all the support we can get. Um, We're here to defend your rights. We don't compromise with the Second Amendment. But um, that's not how Washington, D.C. thinks. That's not how the swamp thinks. Um, And so we could use your help.
1: Well, you know, I'll bring the I'll bring the politics of the day into this. Um, You don't have to look very far these days to see the abuse of power that's taking place in Washington, D.C., uh, and if they'll and if they if they if they're doing it to Donald Trump uh, and and people that they perceive as political opponents they're certainly going to do it to the average american uh, if they can if they can get away with it uh, in terms of stripping their second amendment rights if they have to go through the back door or the front door they don't care
0: and this proves this proves that it's true when trump says on the on the uh, the uh, stump that they're not coming after me, which they are, but they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. This is proof in the pudding right there that they're coming after your guns, and that's why this show exists, so we can talk to Aiden Johnston and smart people like this.
2: You know, I I think that we live in a two-tiered system of justice unless we're going to fight for it. You all remember that the Biden administration passed a pistol brace rule that banned 40 million pistols. Donald Trump Jr. registered his guns on on a live stream, Right. He was forced to comply or they'd throw him in jail for 10 years for all of the guns that he owns. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden got that sweetheart deal from that uh, Department of Justice prosecutors. Right. And it's only maybe that we're that because the judge is going to throw that deal out that we might see any kind of justice in that situation.
1: Well, uh, it's it's I I appreciate you guys putting up the fight, Aiden, as always. And uh, keep in touch and let us uh, let us know what's going on with these red flag laws, please. Of course, thank you so much for having me on. You bet, great having you on, Aiden Johnston. Uh, of course, St. Louis native and uh, director of federal affairs for Gun Owners of America. They, they're they're doing good work. Uh, them along with the Second Amendment Foundation and others do great work, Bo.
0: I'll tell you what, uh, people are listening to this program more and more, and immediate responses are happening. I had an experience last week. We did the show when you were on vacation, and uh, something that we talked about on the radio uh, immediately was – there was contact made, and it was wonderful. Uh, So that's why as long as we can keep this show on the radio – Uh, we thank you for listening. So we ask you to share this uh, program uh, on the Odyssey app. It's a podcast as well. You can uh, share it with your uh, friends and family, your social media, Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Yeah, that'll do it for us this
1: weekend. Uh, Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you around. See you, boys. at 971talk.com.
0: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?